<laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, children of all ages, welcome to 24 FPS. My name is Phil Balabanos. Do you think there are children who watch this podcast? I certainly hope not. Maybe we should do a kids episode. We my, should do it. My dog, this is Peter James, Otis James. Uh, he doesn't play the saxophone. It's unfortunate. He has no follow through. Anyways, um, I digress from that. <laughs> Welcome to the latest episode of 24. I was going to say, second. my daughter always gets mad. She goes, I want to watch your movies. And I was like, you absolutely cannot. No. They're not for children. No, no, no. She's like, why not? I go, they're very adult. Right. And she told someone that her dad makes adult movies. Oh, fantastic. Uh, <laughs> which I oversight on my part. That's my bad. Uh, but she keeps asking me, she goes, why can't you make something that I can watch? Make me something for kids. So maybe one day we'll do like a, like I'll give you a list. You can go through like all these shit kid movies that I watch with her. Okay. And there's some great ones too. Yeah, yeah. And we can just talk about kids movies so she can watch it. I would episode. love to do that. I'm, yeah. uh, first of all, I'm a huge animated movie fan. And uh, well, not necessarily animated. Are you going to show her the kids movies that we grew up with? I've started. Like? Um, we've seen Mrs. Doubtfire. Hello. Hello. Children. <laughs> no, no, wait, we haven't seen Mrs. Doubtfire. No, no, I oh. want to show her Mrs. Oh, yeah, okay, you have to. Uh, we watched Jumanji last Christmas because it's the best Christmas movie ever made. The, the original, you're talking about Robin Williams' Jumanji. I would have said otherwise. Okay. And we watched, also the other ones are not Christmas movies. No, they're not. And arguably, Jumanji Shut up. Not... <laughs> it's a Christmas movie. We will discuss it in three episodes on Christmas Eve, the eve before Christmas. Fine. Uh, as the Saturnalia approaches. <laughs> No, uh, what do we watch? I'm trying to think. Hold on. I know we've watched Jumanji. Loved it. Uh, now, Ghostbusters is not a kid's movie, the second Ghostbusters. Sure. But I was a kid when I watched it, and I made the mistake of showing it to her. It was a mistake in retrospect nightmares. in hindsight. She, no, she didn't have nightmares, but she was like, this is... Why is he like that? You talking about Vigo? I sat on a throne of Thor. Yeah, what is it? A crown of blood. <laughs> In a river of sorrow. So look, I'm not ashamed to admit, Vigo gave me fucking nightmares. I love Ghostbusters. The second, we argued about this on the phone the other day. Yeah. The second Ghostbusters is one of the most quotable movies. Yeah. Peter McNichol. Yeah, Peter McNichol. Peter McNichol. No, no, just McNichol. One of the greatest character actors of the 90s. You know what? Into the into the aughts too, man. Uh, yeah. What is yeah. he doing now? Not much, huh? Yeah, he's still popping in as a character. Yeah, he'll yeah. always pop in. Peter McNichol is Peter McNichol. Lord yeah. Vigo. Uh, <laughs> yes, uh, the lights are out. <laughs> I'm doing it badly. And he's like, uh, "Is are you okay?" And he's doing this weird, like, what is that accent? No, it's like, it's yeah, so it's racist. Just nondescript. Yeah. Yeah, uh, just Lord. Not even yeah. Slavic. It's just Balkan. Okay. All right. Uh, yeah, Balkan. Like, yeah, Balkan. And then his, his eyes light up in the hallway, and you're like, "What the fuck?" Yeah. Uh, is it is it pseudo Carpathian? You think? <laughs> I, I think it's Moravian. It might be like a, like a take on a Moravian. Mo Moldovian, right? No, no, Moravia. Sure. Uh, just now, because no one knows where Moravia well, is. What What else? Like we had some. So uh, like, kids movies. Any that, kids sports? You know those sport movies like the Ducks or no? Uh, uh, hockey. She has no interest in, so I haven't, and I really don't care to watch the Mighty Ducks again. What? Did you I mean, just I can say. wait till she asks. Like okay. I don't need to. And so, only the first one is awesome. The rest I'm are just so sorry. Okay, wait, listen. Which one is Mighty? Goldberg the goalie? No, 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 it's not Goldberg. The whatever. Goldberg the goalie is what he says. Yeah. But the second one, where the the bad guys are the team from Iceland. Oh and fuck! This is the greatest. Th this is, in my opinion. I use this quote What's any quote? chance I get. So the setup is for anybody who doesn't understand hockey. Uh, there is a goalie named Goldberg, and Goldberg then the goalie in the second film, uh, they're in this international tournament, junior Goodwill Games or something. I don't fucking remember. And uh, they end up recruiting this player from Los Angeles, <laughs> played by Keenan Thompson, yes. who's now on SNL, and he has this very special shot called. The knuckle puck. Oh, the knuckle puck. Where he sits the puck up and then slaps it, and it continues to spin <laughs> up and down, and it confuses Things the Things that don't actually happen right. in hockey. And so in one play, I've seen they, a game or they, two. they call a timeout, and the whole team huddles to the bench, and then they get back out there, and the, 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 the bad guy coach from Iceland is like, where's the shooter? The whole time, right? Just going, where's the shooter? They're looking for the, the guy with the knuckle puck. And then it's revealed, the goalie starts to skate out and you're like what the hell's Goldberg doing and even the announcers are like and oh, Goldberg's coming up and then he takes off the mask and it's it's Russ yeah. it's the the, the, the knuckle puck guy and the announcers are like oh, it's not it's not Goldberg it's Russ and then the, it cuts to the guy's brother going 
it's Russ. <laughs> and then back to the coach who just goes, the goalie. Oh my God, it's so fucking funny. Now I remember the scene vividly now that you've brilliant. You told it. Uh, doesn't sit with me Fuck the same way it does you. for you. Uh, I was never huge into the Mighty Ducks. So wait, hold on, let me ask you. Is this, like, does this go for any sport, kids' sports movies like The Sandlot, uh, Rookie of the Year, uh, they the never, Big Green? The Big Green, no, exception. Oh, okay, the Big so Green. soccer was the one. Soccer, okay. but I played yeah. soccer. Mm -hmm. Like, I loved soccer. I still enjoy soccer. Um, so it was a bit more relatable, maybe. But like the You also had a stuff? crush on that hot teacher in The Big Green, eh? I mean, who didn't? Right, right. What was her name? I don't remember actress, the actress' name. She was British, and she was yeah. like, "Where were they in like bumfuck nowhere, Ohio or something?" No, something no, stupid. Ohio still. This, no, not this Ohio. Was like a it was nowhere. Yeah, this was Bible Belt. Was it? Yeah, I, I don't know. I I have to rewatch. My, my point being, uh, sport movies were sports movies were never my like go to. Okay, but I'm trying to think now to your initial question. I I can't for some reason like you've put me on the spot, and I know I've shown her a ton of stuff. From when I was a kid, like I know we watched the Ninja Turtle movies. Right. Okay. Again, mistake. She's seven years old. <laughs> They're not children's movies. You did. You did Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. What? I did TMNT and then I did Secret of the Ooze. Uh, Secret of the Ooze. She enjoyed more. TMNT scared her. Right. Like, okay. Fucking and it should have. It's terrifying. Did you recognize Sam Rockwell in? Uh... Yeah, 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 yeah. Because <laughs> uh, I know now, right? Right, right? right. And then we started watching the third Ninja Turtles movie, which is. Arguably, Turtles in Time, <laughs> the worst of the three. Yoshi! Not arguably, it is. Wait, I was getting there. It is objectively the worst of the three films, but it is one of the greatest accidental pieces of comedic genius of the '90s. Yashi! Like the whole place is burning down. It's like the, the threshold's not on fire. You could easily go in and get him, and all you're screaming is Yoshi. Like, wow. What I really want to show her is. Uh, I, I want to traumatize her, is what I'm saying. Oh, I Super got Mario Bros. 1997? What was no, that? 94? Year, year 92, 93, my friend. With, uh, uh, Bob Hoskins and John Leguizamo. Yes. And fucking Dennis Hopper. <laughs> I think, as Koopa, yeah. I think that would ruin her childhood, though. That movie is awesome. It is underrated. That That is, it's, it's, uh, it's Look, I can't brilliant it. in its awfulness. There's no way I could watch it today and be like, this is a great movie. No. But as a kid, I was like, yo, this is amazing. Right. Yeah, yeah. But I think it would traumatize her. I might as well let her watch Leguizamo and Spawn at this no, point. No, no, don't do that. They're rebooting Spawn. I'm very excited. About I, that. Listen, I wonder if Jamie Foxx is still attached to that. I think he might be. Uh, how is he now? Is he okay? I don't know. That's why I said I think. I, I haven't spoken to him in a long time. Um, uh, speaking of Jamie Foxx, I want to use this as a segue okay. into directors. Jamie Foxx's directorial debut has not been released yet. Is that what you I'm want to talk about? I'm not talking about, about Jamie Foxx. I'm about? using him as a segue. How? So, I'm a big fan of the Everyman trilogy. The Everyman trilogy? Yes. Peter. No. No, this isn't happening right now. Are you serious? You don't know what the Everyman trilogy was? No, what's the Everyman trilogy? Educate me, Philip. No, you, you taught me the term. <laughs> You son of a bitch. I, okay, I'm, I'm clearly working right You son now. of a bitch. <laughs> There's so many. Yeah, I know. Um, Shot of the Dead. Oh, yeah, yeah. Hot Fuzz and uh, World's End. World's End. Yes. The Everyman yes. Trilogy. No, it's called, it's called the Cornetto Trilogy, my friend. Oh, it is called the Cornetto That's Trilogy. That's why I got lost. Listen, don't ever listen to this. I lie. I make things up. and then I moron. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Jesus. By the way, we have merch. I don't know if you guys noticed. There's also one back there. We have hats now. You can order them. Balabanos.com. Check it out. They're good hats. They fit nice and they look cool. I actually do like them. That's it's true. They're, they're nice hats. Yeah. yeah. Um, so the Cornetto trilogy. The Cornetto Edgar trilogy. Edgar Wright. Edgar Wright. Right. Big fan of Edgar Wright. A huge fan of Edgar Always. I was always upset with myself that I had not. Oh, you're I not going to do this. We had this conversation. Yeah. I don't want to have this conversation. I'm going to have it. I don't care. I had not. And for no good reason, I could have. My wife was down to watch it. It was available to me. It was fucking lockdown. There was lots of time for movies. Had never seen Baby Driver. Okay, I finally watched Baby Driver, and Jimmy Fox is in that. That's what my segue was, um, and it made me sad. It made me sad that Edgar Wright was allowed to do his thing, and he did it so poorly. That's that's. I know you said it's a masterpiece. I, I said it's 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 a. I, I I specifically quoted it's a masterpiece of mixing music with uh, with Look, cinema. When it leans heavily into the fact that music is so important to the main character. And Edgar Wright does his, his that that editing style that I don't even know if it has a name. It's like smash match cutting, smash. You tried it on Sudakers, you remember? I've done it many times. Yeah, yeah. Uh, 
Pseudocracy precedes Shaun of the Dead, does it not? No, you insane. What year is Shaun of the Dead? Shaun of the Dead was like early 2000s, maybe? 2004? No. Look it up. 2004? There's no way that movie is 20 years old. I'm telling you. Fuck off. If it is, I'm very impressed. Because I, I watched it like a week ago again, and it holds. What year? Son of a bitch. 2004. 2004. Oh, yeah. So we did it in Sudocracy. Yeah. Really well, actually. Like, it really works in <laughs> the, the story. Yeah. It, it, like, it makes perfect sense. And it is great. It's a great piece. Sure. Uh, and I've used it in a bunch of corporate work. I mean, it's very, it's a very popular style yeah, now, yeah, right? Yeah. People use it. Um, but Edgar Wright pioneered it to some. So here's my. Sorry, he didn't okay. pioneer it. He no, no, created it. But he really brought it into the mainstream. Which is your favorite of the Cornetto trilogy? Because I'm not going to have the Baby Driver conversation with I you. I really feel like it should be Shot of the Dead, but, but it's not World's End. That's for sure. Hot Fuzz is so fucking good. Up top. Yes, Hot Fuzz is just. But Hot Fuzz is ridiculous. Hot Fuzz is... Have, if you've never seen Hot Fuzz, you absolutely... Sean Pegg and... What's his name? Nick, Nick Frost. Nick Frost. That... But that's the thing about Baby Driver. Maybe Edgar Wright, without his dynamic duo, is just another director. I'm not See, sure. No, no, that's not true. Have you seen Last Night in Soho? Yes, I have. And what'd you think that's of that? a solid film. Uh, there we go. That's... But it's not uh, memorable to me. The defense rests. The way Cornetto Trilogy films No, were. but the Cornetto Trilogy speaks to people like you and me. I mean, Shaun of the Dead is what happens if the zombie apocalypse happened to Peter and Phil. Uh, Hot Fuzz is what happened if, if we become renegade we cops. Become renegade cops <laughs> in, a small, in a small English village. You know what I mean? Like, that's that's what I meant, is that those films really Which are... is why I call them the Everyman trilogy. Do you consider yourself an Everyman? I'm an Everyman. I, can't, I have no specific skill set that'll save me. Do you remember... So my favorite <laughs> line in Hot Fuzz, I mean, that's an endlessly quotable yeah, film. I can't remember. I can't think of any There's other quotes. There's so, right so many good ones. But my favorite one... The difference between me and you is, before you give the quote, sure. is when you love a film... Oh, I will. You I will. almost put it in the memory bank word for word. Yeah, yeah. I leave a film that I love... I don't really remember the movie. I just remember how I feel throughout the film. attach the emotion. I have emotional attachments to the yeah, film. I can do both, but... I remember this line. Guy overachiever. Yeah, man, that's it. Just Stand anything up, you can do, beach. I can do better. <laughs> so I can do are you a better she, than you? Then is that what you're saying? Oh my god. So I uh, she, them, she them titties. <laughs> that's a great meme. <laughs> it's it, they're watching. So, so so for those the, the uninitiated into hot fuzz, it is the story of a big city cop, super cop, right? Like the most arrests and the most everything. He's just an overachiever in yeah. every sense of the, yeah. the term. And so he, uh, in a what funny twist of events, no, he's just, him. yeah, he, they go, you're, we're going to, we're going to promote you and send you off into this like small English village. Right. Yeah. Because you're making us look bad. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. you're, you're doing too many arrests. You're doing too much, you know? So he gets sent to this like quaint English village, which is known for willing, winning uh, village of the year, like every year or some shit like that. in some local it has like one cop. Yeah. Uh, no, it has a few cops. Well, yeah, but, uh, yeah, they're right, all right. they're all Sorry. hilarious. So uh, there's like a chief of police played by fucking Jim Broadbent, like a yes, Emmy Award right. winner, yes. Jim Broadbent, and then the 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 other cops <laughs> yes. include Patty Considine, who's a great Iris uh, Considine. Excuse me, is that how it's pronounced? I, I, I have no idea. I always pronounced it that way. I have no idea. Okay. So he's a great uh, uh, Irish actor and uh, director as well. Considine, Considine. And then, I don't know. do you remember who the female cop is? It's, it's uh, Olivia Coleman. It's Olivia, it's Olivia Coleman. Coleman. Right. And her her shtick is every other line is a sex pun. Yeah. <laughs> yes, yes. Like, they'll be like, we got to go into this house. We got to go two at a time. And she'll jump movie, in and man. go, oh, I don't mind two at a time. <laughs> like, crazy oh, shit like that. Quotes right now. And so he gets paired up with um, Nick Frost's character, who is, like is a, he the like, chief's son? He's like the chief's nephew. No, oh, son. Whatever, right? chief's son. I, I, I'm trying to remember that is, part. Is. And they, you know, he's... Uh, why, oh, go ahead. You forgot the, the, the chief inspector at home, like before he gets sent away, who it is. It's Bill Nye. Oh, yeah, it's Bill Nye. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Best. Yeah. So, Bill uh, so good. So, anyways. And, um, and Martin Freeman's in it, too. I forgot. Yeah, Martin yeah. Freeman's in it. Dude, it's like a who's who. Of, I like, forgot. It's amazing. Yeah. British uh, talent. There's, so, it's, it's a lot. Anyways. Yeah. Do you know that there's a cameo? Do you remember when he he is getting sent away and he goes to see his ex-girlfriend who is a... Right. Yeah. A... Um, what? forensic like she's there in the oh yeah, 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 yeah do you know yeah. who that is under the under the mask no i don't know i think it, i'm pretty sure if i remember correctly it's kate blanchett who just wanted to i'm be. not seeing her credited here no she's right? not she goes uncredited oh interesting I'm, I'm pretty sure that's uh anyways so 
uh, the, the, the Nick Frost character is like a lazy cop, the exact opposite of this guy. You know, they're yeah. completely different. He's people. a degenerate basically. And on one night they're hanging out and they just, he's just watching all these like so cop movies, like bad boys and, yeah, and yeah, point yeah. break. And they're commenting on the point break scene where, uh, Keanu Reeves has it, you know, he's on his side and he has his gun pointed at Patrick Swayze who's running away and he has that look back and he can't bring himself to shoot him because he loves him so. So he just rolls on his back and just goes, ah, and shoots in the air. Yes. <laughs> and he says to him, uh, and as they're asking all these questions, you know, because he's a super cop and he goes, have you ever slid over your, the, the hood of your car? He's like, yeah. He's like, have you ever pointed your gun, shot your gun in the air and gone, ah. And he goes, no, I've never pointed my gun in the air and gone, ah. <laughs> And I thought that was Sean like, Pegg is a fucking yeah yeah this is like five fucking like, genius. He was film. great in the boys, Sean Pegg. Yeah 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 yeah. Like a well, great, I mean, small you, you know the story, right? Uh, yeah, the, the the character in the Huey. boys is based. Yeah, Huey, Huey is, is based on Sean. Yeah, yeah. I really like. I don't know the actor's name. The guy who plays the French guy, French, Frenchie, Frenchie, the the actor. I think he's phenomenal. Yeah, he's great. He reminds me of a high school friend of mine who you might remember. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> now that you've seen it, you cannot see it, right? No, no, no. no Just can't. a degenerate. Yeah, yeah. Anyways, so. Back to directors, yeah. The, uh, Edgar Wright, he's in my top 10. Like, uh, if he makes a movie, I want to see it. Okay. Baby Driver for me, though, was, I don't know if you've experienced this. I'm, I'm watching the movie. I'm actively bored while watching the movie, but I'm telling myself, no, this movie's really good. You're just a fucking Neanderthal, and you're not enjoying it. You've been watching the last garbage. the last few Clint Eastwood movies. You tell yourself that you're like, no, no, this is good. No, 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 no. Sorry, not the last few. Uh, I it, it, Clint Eastwood because like I don't know about you, but for me, it's I, I know for some people they're like you know Oppenheimer for example, which I still have not seen by the way. I I will. People were like, oh, bro, so boring. Yeah, and when I hear that, I haven't even seen the movie. I'm like, no. You're a Cro-Magnon, man. You're not even a Neanderthal. You have no tools. You, yeah. you, you peasant. Yeah. You just didn't understand it. So it's it, not even about not understanding it. You're just it's, a peasant. Yeah. Uh, sure. Yeah, well, yeah. You, you, whatever. You're, you, you have no culture. Yeah. You know, you're an idiot. But you know what? So I'm watching Baby Driver, and that's what I'm telling myself. No, you're a Neanderthal. This is a good movie. Just stick through. You'll start to understand more. Then, like I said, and you cut me off earlier, so I'll finish that thought. I'm not pitching. I'm just saying. He starts to lean fucking... He starts to lean heavily into what he's really good at, which is thematic storytelling, Edgar Wright. Sure. Through, like, uh, editing. Yeah. And the fact that music is so important. And at one point in the movie, maybe at the beginning of the second act, there's this, or right at the end of the first, there's, like, this shootout, which is, like, very musical in its rhythms, right? Mm -hmm. And it's fucking incredible. Yeah. And at some point during it, I realize I'm not listening to a song. There's only a bass line going. The rest is all gunfire. Right. And I'm like, that's fucking, yes, phenomenal. Here we go. The movie's finding its footing. For those not watching, Phil just literally removed his hat. So hats off. Hats off. Hats <laughs> off to, Ed, to Eddie. Then, now I'm in it, right? I'm like, yes. Okay. Then the movie just does a bunch of random things over and over again. And right, from time to time, it leans yeah. into the musicality. But it should have been for me. That's exactly the type of movie that I should be like, fuck, yes. But it wasn't. Okay. And then I thought of another director who I idolize and even aspire to be like, Ryan Johnson. Ryan Johnson. And Ryan Johnson, post-Star Wars disaster, I mean, he was quiet for a while. You didn't hear much from him after The, the, the Last Jedi. Well, there? it wasn't that long between The Last Jedi <laughs> and, and Knives Out. I don't think it was that four, long. Four or five years, easily. Because when I challenge when he got <laughs> like reamed by everyone about how bad the movie was, the Star Wars film, I hadn't seen it yet, so I was like, I'm gonna go watch it, and I watched it, and I was like, whatever. It's a I'm of the school of thought that all Star Wars movies are for kids of that era. So yeah, if you're an adult watching, it was, it was, it was two, two years. Yeah, it's it literally the, the, because I remember him coming out very aggressively. Nah, he was like, he was like, fuck that, I'm going back to making no, movies. He <laughs> came out aggressively against the bad reviews. He never, like, he was pretty vocal about how he felt on Twitter, especially. I was following. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was like, fuck you guys. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I, I honestly believe, because I, I, I got worried then. And then Knives Out came out and it went right under my radar. I was not aware. Can I, can I, I just think last, the second one came out. We're going to, we're going to get back to Ryan Johnson, yeah. just because you mentioned something interesting here. Do you think mm -hmm. a director or anybody, 
this is a tough question because the yeah, studio, you, you think you technically are making movies for people to watch, right? Now, when you're dealing with something like Star Wars, and it there's has, no, there's no pleasing everyone. No, I get it. There's never going to be any pleasing. Well, everyone. unless you're the. But where called? do you stand? If you're okay, so you're Kathleen Kennedy or whatever. You're mm -hmm. Disney. Okay, okay, I'm yeah. Kathleen Kennedy. Go on. And you say. I'm gonna make or whatever you greenlight it. Rebooting news. a new trilogy. yeah. We're not re yeah. We're, we're continuing yeah. a, a, a an epic. You know. Let's continue start. telling a story that no one needs us to tell. Sure. Go on. Do you do you hire auteurs, or do you just hire point and shoot guys? So look, if I was Kathleen Kennedy in yeah. that moment, yeah. I would have hired directors for hire, not auteurs. Okay. Uh, because like you would have gotten, clearly, you gotten a writer's room together, banged out a story over three films, whatever, generally speaking. I, I would have gotten a lot of the best writers I could get my hands on. Sure. Put them in a room together, had them build out the arcs over all three films. Under your supervision? Under Well, with my final approval. Right, okay. Uh, I would have even paid a little bit to uh, good old George to come in and just have a look. Okay. I know. I'm saying if it was me. Okay, all right. If it was me. Yeah. Just to see what he says and then do the opposite. Okay. But to be fair, in all honesty, as an adult, looking back on the prequels, they're a lot better than people ever said they were. No. In terms of storytelling. Like, there's a lot going on. Well, there's there. a lot of story. It's they're, just a lot not, of it is not interesting. You know what it's it is? It, they're not uh, action space epics. They're like courtroom dramas. There's just like a lot of senatorial. Yeah, but, but that's it. That's but not, they also that's, have some of the greatest like philosophical one-liners built into them. What? I hate sand. <laughs> no. No, like, uh, what's, what is in the phrase? Uh, Mr. Oh, my no. God. Um, the line, Portman's line in the in the third film. Oh, dude, I hate those movies. I, I uh, No, but it's been, it's been used many times. It's like straight out of Orwell. It's Maybe. like, this is how democracy dies, to roaring applause. Oh, right. Yeah, okay, like sure. stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyways, That's I digress from that. What'd you say? I was like, it's pretty basic. Yeah, it's basic, but it's still, it's good. Sure. It's, it's okay. good. Anyway, so, so, so my so point you, is, you I would have done it that way because you auteurs, wouldn't have hired Ryan can't Johnson. Keep them in, can't keep them in line. So that's what I'm saying. Would you have and hired Ryan, Ryan Johnson, Johnson knowing, what, having seen Looper, having seen Brick, having look, seen... Johnson has a very specific way of telling a story. Sure. I would call him the antithesis to Nolan's obsession with uh, nonlinear storytelling. I wouldn't say... Nolan. He does it often. He did it in Looper. He does it in Brick 2 at the beginning, uh, knives out. It's the way he reveals information by switching POVs. He's actually playing with time. Right, okay, okay. And that's, that's Poker right, Face, enough, another that yeah. I'm watching right now, Poker Face has taken that concept and turned it into one of the greatest running cold open sequences throughout a series I've seen in a very long time. Because, you know, you get a cold open on the mystery of the yeah, show. Yeah, yeah. This is like a whole act of cold open. Oh, and you're like, fantastic. what? Fantastic. I was like, this is crazy. I'm getting character development on these random characters who I'll never see again. I'm here for it. Right. You know? So, no, I would not have hired Johnson because he's hard to keep in line. I would have hired like a... But that's what I'm saying is that they, there's no way about... Like they, you know who you need? such supervision. You need like a seasoned AD who wants the first director's chair. That's who you grab because they'll do whatever the fuck you tell them. Sure. And okay. they're much more structured if they're coming okay. from that school right. of thought. All right. All right. I can't think of anyone because I don't know any AD's names. Sorry. Right. Okay. I don't know if you do. No. <laughs> no I'm sure. I'm sure some of them have actually. And, uh, so, okay. And so, Johnson in a lot of studio involvement. So, Johnson comes out of Star Wars. The movie's not great. But I honestly believe after then watching Glass Onion, Knives Out, um, thinking back to that episode of Breaking Bad. Yeah. Or two that he did. Yeah, a few of them. Yeah. Bring Looper. Looper is one of my favorite movies of all time. Remember, do you remember how you ended up watching Looper? Tell, tell them how you ended up. I don't remember. So, I... You hadn't seen a trailer. I just called you and said, I'm going to see a movie tonight and I want you to come with me. And you said, well, what's the movie? And I said, don't worry about it. Just know that... You wish you could have made this. Something it, like that. I watched this trailer <laughs> and said to myself, this is the film that Phil would make if we gave him whatever million dollars. Cards right? lost, yeah. yeah. And he, just on that, he was like, I'm sold. <laughs> and he walked out of the movie, and it's rare that Phil will pay me a compliment, but he went, well, you're 100% right. Yeah, yes. I love Looper. It's right up my alley. And I read scripts. Like, I don't read books, to be honest. Sure. I'm not the type, like, I've, I stopped reading books. Okay. Uh, not for any reason, just because, like, uh, I don't know. It's it's okay. It doesn't do it for me. But I, I love to read too. scripts. That's stupid people do, yeah. Mm -hmm. I love to read scripts. I think yeah. it's so interesting. Um, now you told me you've read the, the script for Looper. I've times. read the script for Looper. Shooting script or the, no the the script that he sold the film. So the with. spec script, yeah. So okay. the spec script, no, no. One step ahead of the spec script is right before a shooting script, but it's been. 
I don't know if it's the final shooting script, actually. I wonder. Okay. Now I'm not sure. Anyways, I have it. I've read it. I've never seen a writer-director, because I've I read many scripts, like more than I can count, more than I could even list off right now in my life, in the last like 15 years. Looper is... What's incredible about the script Looper is it's fucking... If you've seen the movie and then you read the script, it feels like it's storyboarding in your head. It's not like he wrote a, a concept down that was tight. And then like and we'll then figure it out. We'll figure it out in post and how it's going to... Like I'm talking about millisecond transitions are in that script. Fascinating. And if you remember Looper, if you've never seen it, go fucking watch it. If you remember it, though... Sweet. Toot sweet. Toot sweet, bitch. The opening is this like kind of almost documentary style montage that sort of explains to you what's happening yeah in the world in the future instead of giving it to you through exp no it is exposition it is exposition but it but treats it, serves it the, yeah, like yeah. uh what did i watch recently that did that oh shit oh the creator the creator does it the creator does it very well there's another film that i'd love to get my hands on the script for because i suspect that oh fuck i forgot his name for a second gareth edwards gareth edwards i always want to call him Edward Gareth's. Yeah, I don't yeah. know why. Gareth Edwards, again, an auteur, should not be anywhere near Star Wars. <laughs> uh, he made arguably the best Star Wars movie ever. <laughs> Rogue One. Yeah. It's not a Star Wars movie. It's just the best movie. What's happening? Full title. Rogue One, a Star Wars story. <laughs> My point is that, I like. look, I'm not a huge Star Wars fan. I like Star Wars. Don't get me wrong. As a kid, I loved it. Uh, and I watch all the series, but I would never consider myself a huge Star Wars fan. Sure. Rogue Same. One is my favorite Star Wars movie. Rogue One is Because awesome. it stands alone from everything. I know it ties into the original. I, I get it. It literally does. But it's so perfect as a film on its own. It doesn't matter that the rest, even if it didn't exist. So you know what's funny? Dre. Stakes don't change because of the other film's existence. Dre, who was as men mentioned on this on this podcast a few times. He's watched all the Star Wars shows. Sure. So, I, most so I, I haven't seen. Most I haven't seen any. You're of them. never an adult, so I don't watch the cartoon stuff. Sure. Yeah. Uh, he tried. I think. Okay. Okay, this, I got to get that. Okay, yeah. So this is a personal story. I'll tell you after. So he goes. I said, uh, you know what? Now I got the Christmas break coming up. It's gonna. I'm finally. You know, not as busy. I plan on like barreling through a whole bunch of stuff. And he goes, Nah, just, just do Andor. And I said, Wait. wait, wait Have I, we spoken uh, about Andor? Yeah, and I go, have, right? I go, I go, what about The Mandalorian? He's like, look, if you want. He goes, personally. You would enjoy The Mandalorian more than Andor, but go on. Interesting, okay. The first season, the rest, I take it or leave fine, it. Fine, fine. The first season is basically uh, a spaghetti western, It's and it's Favreau in control. Awesome. It's phenomenal. Awesome. And the first scene of The Mandalorian, like the opening, the one that sets up everything, is basically uh, the the shootout from The Good, The Bad, and The Ugly, like frame for frame. Awesome. Even the guy on the turret on top. Awesome, falling. awesome. But, so will I enjoy Andor, though, period, or? So Andor is probably, uh, forget Star Wars, as far as a show, yeah. the best show in terms of character development and story and just overall production in the Star Wars universe. Okay, cool. But it gets fucking boring at some point. Interesting. Like it, it's leaning heavily into its slow pace and you're like, uh, and you know me, I love a slow burn. Yeah, yeah. But at some point I'm like, I don't care anymore. I'll finish you later. Now it's been months, and I still haven't, oh, you still haven't finished it. Okay, all right. Because it, it somewhere I don't want to spoil it, but at one point he's like detained, and they spent way too. And Andy, uh, Circus is in that that part of the story. I love Circus, who I love too. But I just, I think you know what I'm, I might be being unfair because I hate time loop stories, like when oh, they, yeah, when yeah. you have to redo the same thing over and over and over again. So yeah, I, I love those. So that's the part of the show that lost me so you, we had this conversation you it's like groundhog day and fuck everything else right well look it depends how it's done like poker face does that but from such a different pov that it's filling in gaps that i'm with it and i'm okay. there but when i'm just like uh like happy death day like it's fun but it irritates me oh no, no like no, i get annoyed no, no, no. I, love, a bit. I love time loop movies i know I'm, okay, it's so not for me can i just bring this so, up let me finish okay, what i was saying all right, all right. so johnson edwards for me right now two of the most underrated directors. But that's, no, I don't know if they are underrated, to be honest. I think they, they get there. That's what rights. I was getting to. Oh, okay, go. So, like, when we talk about the greatest, the greatest directors, you know, some people say the greatest living directors or all that stuff, and then other people will just include. So the list, I mean, I'm not, I don't think it's fair to bring up, you know, Kubrick. people. No, I think maybe he, because he remember, he was alive, you know, in the 90s. Yeah, he made eyes wide shut. 
So I don't think it's fair to bring up like the Orson Welles, uh, uh, David Lears. May I or, oh, add yeah. to what you're saying? Sure, sure. Anything pre-1955, I would say. Yeah. But that, and Hitchcock's in there too. But Hitchcock lived after, so it's okay. I think they're in another class. They can't That's what be I mean. Yeah, because yeah. they were pioneers. They, yeah, and they didn't have, exactly. And they like didn't anything have... right before and right after Nouvelle Vague. Like that yeah, time yeah, yeah, frame, yeah. you know? So, so in that Hitchcock, list, though, so, may be the greatest li the director that ever was. Well, that's what I'm he saying. So, if I okay, let's let's just throw out. Okay, so you got Steven Spielberg, you got Spielberg, Martin Scorsese, you got Stanley Kubrick, you got Kubrick's not for everyone, though. No, fine. He doesn't do, have the do, appeal of the other. Do you throw you George Lucas? I don't, but do you throw him in there? I mean, he created Star Wars, but he also created. Star Wars, right? So, like, and put, he also created Avatar. Do like, you put fuck Francis Avatar. Ford Coppola in that list. For me personally, yeah. absolutely. Okay. Uh, for mass appeal, I don't know, but he did make The Godfather. So you're and like, Apocalypse mm, Now. And Apocalypse Now. Conversation. And that's it, as far as I'm concerned. I mean, the rest of it's. it's I, what was that weird '90s witch movie he made or something? Oh fuck, not witch. witch. What was it? He made it in. The, he, he was broke. He was looking for cash. Oh, he made Jack when he was broke and looking for cash. Jack is a great movie, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jack, Jack made me cry. Jack, Jack, Jack made me is cry. a sad film. Yeah. And okay, so then let's go. We got Tarantino. Mm -hmm. We got. Chris Nolan. You got it. shouldn't be on that list. What the fuck did you just he say? He doesn't have, because what you're saying is, how are you defining the greatest, I'm so sorry, I just burped like Chris, <laughs> the greatest director, that everyone who goes to see these films is blown away, or that people who are in the know and deep into the both, cinephile. Both, that's, that's the whole point. Tarantino doesn't have that. 100%. His films are box office magnets. Only because they're violent. Not really. I don't know. No, people... It's a, I love Tarantino. No, no, no. He's a cultural phenomenon. He has to be. I guess you're right. You're right. Um, I, I, I rescind my... Sure, sure. Uh, like, Q, QT, we're cool. Um, and then... Like, that's Bastards. what I'm saying. And then, like, who else... Is, is is a director that like you just hear that name and you're running to theaters. Oh, that's what I'm saying. Is that Michael Bay? Oh, we got it to include Michael because Bay because he's just a box office cash cow. I'm, I'm watching Ambulance tonight. I haven't seen. Oh, it. dude, I'm so excited. <laughs> so I'm much. so excited. It is the most batshit crazy <laughs> fucking movie. You're literally gonna watch the movie and be like, someone gave this fucking guy Too a much drone money. for his birthday he went nuts. and he went I know I know, I know. Crazy. I'm aware of even the, the drone operator like I followed him on Instagram before this happened so so so, so oh, good okay so who okay yeah so, so uh, we mentioned Tarantino we mentioned Kubrick because I'm looking I'm gonna get to this he's a cheater uh, guys no 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 no, no, no. some of these are not well, well some of these got eliminated now uh, this is from puberty so so puberty got in trouble a little while ago for uh, when they asked their users, who is the better director? Is it Chris Nolan or is it Martin Scorsese? I think we actually talked about this yeah. in our very first episode. And, and and Nolan was like fucking like 80-something percent of the vote. And it was like, well, who would spend, that's what a bunch of 15-year-olds who follow mm -hmm. puberty would do. So then really? I, started yeah, following, I, I started following puberty to be like, what the fuck else are they talking about? So now they're actually doing a vote on uh, who you think the greatest hollywood director of all time is right so they kind of broke it down so the first ballot for them the eliminations have already begun the first ballot included okay, so we're doing hollywood directors and that's when i uh, see okay, that cool just so we know quentin tarantino stanley kubrick christopher nolan francis ford coppola steven spielberg martin scorsese and then two we haven't mentioned ridley scott oh and james cameron okay ridley scott has made okay james cameron mm, james cameron James Cameron belongs on the list, probably. Yeah, okay. Ridley Scott, though, and you're not going to expect this from me. All right. Ridley Scott has made some films. Chef's Kiss films. But he's also made some terrible decisions as a human being, as a director. Right. Where okay. people don't like to work with him. Why, right? Because he's like, he's like tough and... and uh, like he made Blade Runner. He's uh, Gladiator. Right, that's Ridley Scott. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Gladiator. No, no, hold on, hold on. Which I think is one of the do most this, overrated. Do this, do this properly. Ever made. Ridley Scott. You didn't hear what I said. Yeah, I'd heard what you said. And, and Gladiator. Is I love Gladiator, overrated. but I think it's overrated. Yeah, uh, today's terms, absolutely. Alien, Blade Runner, uh, yeah. Legend with uh, Tom Cruise and Tim Curry. Oh yeah, right? yeah. That didn't like didn't stay with me. No, it was uh, it's, uh, the the willow ish, you know. Because there's more fails than than wins. Hold on, Scott. Black Rain, Michael Douglas, Thelma and Louise, 1492, Conquest of Paradise, the um, Christopher Columbus movie. Mm -hmm. Fight. 
uh, White Squall with Jeff Bridges, yeah. G.I. Jane, Gladiator, Hannibal, Black Hawk Down, Matchstick Men, Kingdom of Heaven, A Good Year, American Gangster, Body of Lies. I Robin uh, with just realized that a lot Russell of the films Crowe. that I never realized were really Scott's films, I resent what I was saying. He absolutely belongs on that <laughs> list. I was very wrong. <laughs> That's why I wanted to do this. Prometheus, The Counselor, Exodus, Gods and Kings, Just The Martian, down, fuck. The Martian, Alien the Martian. Covenant. That's a Ridley Scott movie. Yeah. I thought he EP'd that. No, all the cover, all the money in the world. Uh, I like all the money in the world. Interesting. Okay. I just, I found it like it was just fine. It was like, well, I, I know. Uh, the pilot of Raised by Wolves, uh, House of Gucci. There's and- a show that, for the record, you should not watch on an airplane. <laughs> Way too confusing. You need to really focus on what's happening. And most I recently, tried, I was like, "What the fuck? Mother is doing what now?" And most recently, Napoleon. Now, I haven't seen Napoleon. Me neither. You? No, no, no. And I, and I, I'm and not I, a big fan of the Napoleon story. Like in general, as a character, I don't care. But I'm curious. Look, it's going to be Ridley Scott. I mean, as he gets there in age, I'm very curious. This, this can't be uh, completed until Megalopolis is on the silver screen. Then we can make a decision. Francis Ford Coppola's new film. Have we now, talked about this? No, we're going to talk about it. Sure. Check this out. In this, in this list that I mentioned, immediately eliminated mm-hmm. to the second round, sorry, so not going to the second round, were Stanley Kubrick, Francis Ford Coppola, James Cameron, and Ridley Scott. I mean, leaves Chris Nolan, Quentin Tarantino, Steven Spielberg, and Martin Scorsese. Which is a fine top right? four. I, I can't argue it. But I also feel like the people voting don't know who the other ones are. So right. You know what I mean? Because J- let's not forget, James Cameron. It's not a Cameron, cinema account. James Cameron made Aliens, made The Terminator, made T2 Judgment Day, made True Lies, made Titanic. True and, Lies. Yeah, right? Yeah. I can't believe the same guy who made Titanic made True Lies. Isn't that awesome? It is awesome. You fired. What about Iraritu? <laughs> Inyaritu, see, Inyaritu has kind of disappeared. But when he was around, he was killing it. Here, what is he, he's not a Hollywood director, though. So no, he's not. Well, he's he's part of the. the no, what, no, what they, they know what I mean. Yeah, but what they, they were the, the three amigos. That's what they call it. Those tres amigos. It's uh, Alejandro Gonzalez Inyaritu, Alfonso Cuaron, and Guillermo del Toro. Por qué tú are talking with a Spanish accent all because of a sudden? These, these are Spanish speaking. These are Spanish speaking. I know. Uh, you know what? I want to shout out an old friend of mine who for sure doesn't watch this podcast. We've lost touch. It's Bad forever. Friend. No, no, it's been. He was a childhood friend. Uh, so it's a guy. His full name is Toulouse. He was named after the it's artist. Toulouse. Yeah. He's a Quebecer named Toulouse. Uh, Questionable. And I, I, we all called him T. His dad was one of the funniest human beings I ever knew. Okay. And loved Antonio Banderas. Who just doesn't? because he, he would call him, uh, and this is really only for our French speaking people. Uh, Antonio bien bandé. <laughs> I was like, manera. I said Antoine bien bandé. I just he fucking killed me. I so love just linguistic play on words like yeah, that. Like my news has nothing to do with movies, and and like no one's gonna care. I'll be quick. I've been following this account on Instagram. I found it. I don't know how. It may be by accident the greatest fucking thing on the internet. If you're Greek speaking, it's a Brazilian guy okay. who moved to Greece like six years ago. Amazing. And he, he's learning Greek. Oh, that's brilliant. First of all, if you know anything about how Brazilians speak Portuguese, it's fucking wild, yeah. right? Throw in him learning Greek and oh. not being able to speak it properly, and he just accidentally says the craziest shit. You're going to send me this. Yeah, it's sure. phenomenal. And also, he's extremely, extremely flamboyantly, overtly gay. Right. Like, and, he, and he's not hiding it. And he leans into it, you can tell. And it's fu- the greatest thing. So it makes it hilarious. It's fucking hilarious. Really? Super now, random, I'm sorry. To get back on this, do you think this list, including the ones that were eliminated, like Coppola, like Scott, like uh, James I mean, I understand why Coppola is being eliminated in 2023. I are, get it. Are these the greatest Hollywood directors? I mean, we've covered a lot of them. Yeah. Has anyone but left off the list? Ryan Johnson, in my opinion. He's not on the list. Yeah. He's not on the list. Gareth Edwards, not really a Hollywood. I guess he is, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but he doesn't have enough films that are... Fine. You know, standalone. Spike Lee's not on the... Spike Lee... That's fine with me. Honestly. Yeah. I was never... Like, I, I get it. Yeah. I understand why his films are... But I don't think all his, I don't think all his films are good. I think, like, I, yeah. I mean, honestly, no. Like, some... So, the ones... My, my opinion it, is the ones that... Spike Lee doesn't need to be on that list. The people that fail... But I will say, that is a lot of straight white men. Yeah, there's a lot of white, <laughs> uh, a lot of white men. Now, here's the... Yeah, when you talk about African-American directors... Right. There's I, only one that matters. 
Who's the one that matters? Wesley Snipes. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, good times. You talk about it's Ryan Coogler. Spike. You talk about Ryan Coogler. You talk yeah, about Spike what. Lee. You talk about. By the way, you talk. Here's one that a lot of people. I'm gonna. I'm gonna go. It's F. Gary Gray. I don't know F. Gary Gray is. is. Okay, so F. Gary Gray. What's the F stand for? Is it Fitzgerald? <laughs> I hope it is. Fitzgerald Gary Gray. I'm actually really curious now. Check it out. Al uh, Fitzgerald. Put, put it in the comments before he looks. Come on. Five. Felix four. Gary Gray. Felix. <laughs> Whatever. So I bet F he's a cool cat. F. Gary Gray's <laughs> uh, filmography is actually pretty interesting. Okay. Okay. So uh, I first came across this guy in the 90s. I have no, I'm not aware of him at all. Okay. Okay. Have you ever seen the movie The Negotiator? Of course. That's F. Gary That's Gray. That's F. Gary Gray? Really? So F. Gary Gray, if... Uh, Give me some movies. Give us yeah, some. yeah. So he exploded onto the scene. Exploded onto the scene. Um, his first, like... He was a music video director. Okay. With Ice Cube like many were in the 90s. Yeah. Worked with Ice Cube, worked with Usher, worked with Cypress Hill. And so his first movie... So he wasn't making polka rock? No. Gotcha. His first movie is Friday. Of course. Oh, Ice Cube. Oh, F. Gary Gray. F. Gary. Oh. <laughs> Don't do that. You have no idea. No, but I know now. I know exactly yeah, right. what all his films are. So after that, he does set it off with Jada Pinkett and Queen Latifah. I've never seen set it off. Awesome movie. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Uh, then the Negotiator. Solid. So you, you know, you know, between you and me, the Negotiator has a special place in our hearts. I with mean, the, it's uh, the Negotiator. That is a fucking lie. Yeah, was, <laughs> that is a fucking lie. The left hand. Like it, Paul Giamatti. Tells you Um Then. More music videos. Uh, then A Man Apart, which is an underrated Vin Diesel film. I never thought oh, those words apart. would be. Yeah. I was thinking of A Man on Fire, but yeah. yeah. Man on Fire is Tony Scott. It's Ridley Scott's yes, brother. Yes, that's right. Yeah. Because uh, for not... some reason, the original, uh, so A Man Apart, Man on Fire, and the original Punisher yeah, yeah, yeah. are all, the all same entered. movie. Because yeah, yeah. they all have that scene on the dock. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everyone, one yeah, movie yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, did the sequel to Get Shorty called Be Cool. Not as good as Get Shorty. Fun movie, Fine. though. Yeah. yeah FK are great, guys. Did Law Abiding Citizen. Ooh, that's a good movie. I like So that. here's my problem. Law Abiding Citizen is a Gerard Yeah. Law Abiding Citizen has the potential to be a great movie. Now, for whatever reason. I mean, watch wait, the whoa, listen. Whoa, no, no, whoa, I'll tell you. Whoa, whoa, okay, fine. Because Butler is really awesome in that movie. And what upsets me, and you'll rewatch the movie, you'll know exactly. No, 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 wait. You'll be exactly, you'll know exactly what I'm talking about. Maybe I will. Jamie Foxx in that movie, and I fucking love Jamie Foxx, is phoning it in so so badly he he i don't know why because i know I he's friends with gerard in real life so i don't know and jared produced the movie so i don't know why that performance maybe it was a choice maybe it was supposed to be like a subtle dial here's the thing it's really i not, remember it, it being, takes away from the film and i, I like rewatch it i think you're watching law-abiding citizen like you were sitting down to watch oppenheimer no 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 when no, no, you should no, have no. been there for olympus's fall no fuck, i love olympus Anyways, okay yeah, so. but i think you're just not looking at it with the right lens so f gary gray intended F. Gary Gray was. F. Gary Gray. Oh, these movies are, 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 are fine, but they're they're, they're technically oh mid. Guy, they're technically, Felix the cat. <laughs> they're technically mid mid card movies, right? Yeah. None of them exploded, or or you know, some but, of them have. But the negotiator has no. a cultural impact. Like uh, no, no, just, it's just to us, dude. That's oh really? Yeah, yeah. Nobody I else. It was like up there with like True Lies. No, and, no, uh, nobody else knows. What's the other one that was shot in Montreal? The score. No. With the whole nine yards. I don't know. With uh, with Wesley Snipes. Wesley Snipes shot a movie in Montreal? Yes, come on. Oh, The Art of War. The Art of War. Yeah, 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 yeah. okay. Um, That's a good movie. <laughs> sure, that was, yeah. So, you like The Art of War? I do like oh, The Art okay. of War. Now, here's where it turns for F. Gary Gray. Turns good or bad? Really good. Oh, okay, cool. He uh, changes his name to Ryan Coogler. No, he gets... <laughs> <laughs> he gets hired. <laughs> I guess Cube had some involvement. Uh, oh. F. Gary Gray directed Straight Outta Compton. Oh, with right. that crazy motherfucker named Ice Cube? Yep. Interesting. So that... Fucking F. Gary Gray, bro. Brings him into the Universal family. So Universal produced that movie, and it was a fucking massive hit for them. They then hand him the keys to the Fast franchise, but for one movie. So he made the one... Uh, the I'm eighth, completely the, unaware with everything after the second one. The eighth one. So it was eighth. called... You know what the title is? Fast Eight. No, no. The Fate. Oh, the, the Fate Furious. of the Furious. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, from that, I mean, that wasn't great. And then, unfortunately, it got a little bit worse for him uh -oh. because he made Men in Black International. That is an unfinishable film. Yeah. Like, I started it, I turned it off. Yeah, same, same. 
So unfortunately, that uh, that that hurt F. Gary Gray. And he's done now. No, well, I mean, his next film, you might have seen the trailer for it, comes out in January on Netflix. It's called Lift. I did it's see with the Kevin trailer. Hart. Yeah. And it's like a heistish movie that looks a little yes, bit. Yes, yes, yes. That looks fun. So hopefully that brings him back to it. Uh, and then that's it. Yeah. So F. Gary. So apparently I was aware of F. Gary Gray, just didn't know the man's name. Yeah. So now does he. Now here's the thing because some of these movies are not iconic. They're technically. Michael Bay, we talked about, who's not on the list. Um, Michael Bay is uh, John Woo, but I don't know, Hollywood director. Sorry, John yeah, yeah. John, John Woo is a Hollywood director at this not anymore. Point. No, 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 no he was. Back. No, 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 no. John Woo is a Hong Kong director who's made a handful made... of Hollywood movies. Yeah, it. okay, fair. And fair. It just his recent one just got released. Uh, I wish I knew more about Silent Japanese Night. current. Oh, Silent Night is John Woo. Yeah, the one. Yeah, no, no, I knew yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. When did that? I need to watch that. Yeah, I'm watching that on Christmas. That, that's like, yeah, that's like. So, but it's, I don't. Someone asked me, they're like, "What is it?" I go, "Ah." It's John Wick, but the stakes are higher, and it's Christmas, and they're like... Why are the stakes higher? I mean, it's no, a trailer. Keanu's awesome. Okay, fine. Yeah, the stakes are You higher. know why the stakes are higher. By the way, how many of the John Wicks have you seen? So, I watched John Wick, John Wick uh, Bellum, or what's the second one called? Parabellum. Antibellum. Parabellum is the third one. So, okay. Antibellum. There's no... Antibellum. There's, there's, there's four John Wicks, right? Right. They're just I've seen John Wick, the first, the second, and the third. I have commenced John Wick, the fourth... And I wasn't in the right state of mind, so I was like, I'm not going to... I watched maybe 10 you know, minutes. It's a three-hour movie, right? So yeah, so I was like... Yeah, strap in. Like, I was like, okay. And it starts... I, I believe Fishburne's in the opening. It's oh. awesome. And I was like, no, not right now. Okay. I need to be in the right state of mind. So I want to giggle. I'm turning it off, and I'll come back to it. It's so fucking yeah, good. Yeah, I believe it's so fucking good. John, they're not making another John Wick, right? So that's the... Like, it, they need it, to stop at it, some point. So that's a, a point of contention, right? So what's interesting was i actually directors. watched last night john wick it was like a fanfic uh fighting vegeta and uh goku it was awesome that's funny it's one of the greatest things he wins by the way spoiler alert <laughs> he fucking he kills them what was, that, super what was that meme where uh where like thanos has done this snap we were calling back to our last episode where we did marvel and he's like uh, nothing can stop me now and then it's like off camera john wick walks in and goes hey has anybody seen my dog <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and then it's just thanos like miss <laughs> robot chicken robot chicken robot chicken was phenomenal seth, seth green uh, it's a lot of weird stuff being shared about seth green recently that he's a pedophile and shit it's all over what? twitter i don't know i'm not sure i haven't looked into it okay hold on before we go back something that directors because we talk about direct something that's interesting recently is um stunts like 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 you mean scrubs who are stunting no 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 i'm talking about stunts and films yeah yeah so stunt actors. There's only one actors. name that should come out first in terms of stunt actors who are not stuntmen, but who are actors. Jan. No. Who? Tom? Tom Cruise, yeah. Yeah. I like how you were like so angry. You're like, yeah, he's right. Yeah, yeah he's, he's right. Yeah. right. Yeah, but Jackie Chan did it first. Jackie <laughs> Chan. This whole thing that came out, did you, do you remember this? Maybe like a, eight months ago as a clip from a Jackie Chan film, I forget which one, where he's reconnecting with his long lost daughter. And people thought it was a real story. And then the real story of his relationship with his child. With his son. With yeah. his son came out. Yeah. And I was like, Not God good. damn it. I wish I never knew that. Yeah. Because that is so fucking sad. It's very sad. His son's gay, right? Is that what it was? No, I don't think. Or am I mixing up stories? No, no. I think his son is uh, trans. No, no, no. I think it had something. Uh, man, I got to remember. It was an LGBTQ think... plus, plus thing. Was it? Okay, I'm, I'm, I'm remembering it wrong. Every time I, I it was some LGBTQ plus, I think of that stupid meme with the chubby kid. I thought it was. Have you seen it? No. No, it's terrible. I thought it was something. Uh, I don't remember. Uh, with drugs. He was That's homeless. Right. That's, no, it's not drugs. But the kid was homeless at some point. I remember that. Um, did he transition or something? What are you finding? No, I'm recently reading something here too. Read report faster. Chandler Stanislas. Oh, it's in English. Sorry. Yeah, because I, I, I grew so up on August 18, 2014. It was reported that Chan had been arrested by Beijing police due to drug possession. I was right. It was drugs, dude. Yeah, possession de drug. Uh, alongside Kai Ko, a Taiwanese actor, public informants known as whatever were credited for turning Chan in. Police later found more than 100 grams of marijuana. 100 grams of marijuana. 100 grams of marijuana. This is this is. Hong I'm Kong. sure China though, dude. dude. So, yeah. Okay. Fair. Um, yeah. Not not Hong Kong. This is Just China. the way people came at him though it made me so sad because like I for. For someone born at the end of the no, 80s. but here we go. Chan, Jace Chan, whose father Jackie has been China's anti-drug goodwill ambassador since 2009, yeah. a- admitted to taking drugs for eight years. Soon after, Jackie Chan made a public apology for his son's drug use. 
And, and that's off? that's what it was. Well, they kind of cut him off. They've since they've since reconciled. It's oh, have they? Yeah. So Absolutely. the internet was just being a bitch. Yeah, yeah. But dude, this okay, internet, that makes me a little happier internet. because, yeah, like, yeah. look, like I was saying, for someone born at the end of the '80s, I didn't experience in real time Bruce Lee. Okay. I didn't. You're right. Jackie Chan was my Bruce Lee. Yeah, yeah. yeah right? same, like same, he was yeah. my Chinese guy who kicks everyone. Sure, ass. sure. Same. Kick, kicks everyone's ass. And then I mean, uh, what's his name? Lee. Uh, younger Lee died. Yeah, but Brandon Lee. Yeah. Brandon Lee died. Uh, so like, all I had was Jackie. And the first, you're gonna laugh. You're not gonna believe this. What's the very first Jackie Chan movie you ever saw? Rumble in the Bronx. So, for me, it was a Chinese one. Yeah, but I think I think in retrospect, I realized I had watched maybe Legend of Drunken Master. Yes, it's the Legend yeah. of Drunken Master, yeah. and it's it's a masterpiece yeah, of, yeah. of of physical comedy. <laughs> <laughs> so good, and then the rush hours happen. Yeah, and he for me was he was process. solidified. Yeah as like a fucking superstar forever right what happened to chris tucker chris tucker had a, a, a chappelle being kind of right every time i say his name i can't help myself <laughs> i fuck it oh there we go there's another guy to see nobody's he's again french luc besson this luc besson. oh luc besson but yeah, french. yeah but he's, also made, director. he's also made some shit movies. he's also made yeah, some yeah, shit yeah, movies and there's also uh, um oh fuck Give me something. I'll figure it out. It was there and it was everything was gone. Huh? Like a stroke. <laughs> no, no. I think we should call it. Because I made a mistake when we started you, this episode. Who do you guys think who you guys did think we forget on this list? As a... <laughs> <Look at him. laughs> what a fucking asshole. One day I'm just going to kick your studio out. One day I'm going to fucking hate doing this show. Head I would do it with anyone besides. I would, if Hitler was reincarnated, I would let him sit in and give me his opinion over this fuck. That's an awful thing to say. And here's the worst part is he'd be sitting there teaching you guys the wrong thing. The everyman trilogy. And then all incorrect. Yeah, but, no, but he'll correct thought. me. He'd be like, that's not right. Oh, my God. Incorrect. Yes. Anyways, uh, <laughs> I want I, I want to see, I see comments on this one. Hold on. I, before Fine. we get back to it, I want to see comments. Did we leave anybody out? Is there a personal director that you guys think? Uh, I think uh, you should stop asking them to comment because I think they're just like, fuck you, don't tell me what to do. Yeah, probably. Don't right. comment. Yeah. All right. Fuck, yeah. Fuck you guys. Anti marketing. Speaking of Hitler, yeah. and I'll, I'll do this quick before we go. Have you watched The Man in the High Castle series? Yes, I, I, halfway. I'm, I'm not So finished. I watched it halfway. I, I loved everything about it. Then I got, I don't know what happened. I stopped. Yeah, same. So then Anna goes, have you ever seen this? I go, yes. I don't remember it because it's deep. It's heavy. Right, right. It's a lot. Let's of... do it again. Yeah, yeah. And then I stopped at the exact same Oh, my point. God. It's, I think it's, maybe it's the show falls three. off. Yeah. yeah, yeah I think exactly. the show falls yeah, off and it gets thing. boring. Yeah. You have like a Japanese guy. He's like, and he's just in a different dimension. You're like, what yeah, the yeah, fuck yeah, is yeah, happening? Exactly. Yeah, yeah, that's my right. My name is Phil Balabano. In this dimension, he is Otis James. Doesn't play the saxophone, sadly, and he never will. He's got no follow through. Balabanos.com, where you can get hats like these bad boys. Which one is my? Oh, no, wait. That was yours. <laughs> we'll see you guys in the next episode. Bye. 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 Yeah. <laughs>